the Guardians of Hope podcast, where we bring together parents, nonprofits, and legal experts dedicated to positively impacting children's lives. I'm Cynthia, your host. Before we begin, it's important to note that this content should not be used as legal advice. The purpose of this podcast is to inform and unite, so please seek advice from your attorney or your therapist to address your specific needs. The thoughts and opinions of my guests are not necessarily my own. This is a platform for sharing. For my fifth episode, I wanted to focus on a topic that I struggle with. It's burnout. Anyone can get burned out if they don't set boundaries for work or other responsibilities. But when you're a parent and you have so many responsibilities, how do you do that? My next guest, Anna Vega, is a family coach and helps families with parenting and mindfulness. Anna, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you tell me about yourself and your work? Yes. Hi, Cynthia. Thank you for having me. So i tell you about myself. I became parenting coach right after my son was born. I was reading every book you can read about child psychology and brain development because I didn't have a very good childhood. So I wanted to make sure I gave my son a very good childhood in, in a emotional way, you know? So I became my friend's informal parenting coach and I always had the answer somehow. So I loved it and I decided to, to, you know, become a professional um, parenting coach and I got a certificate from Yale and also trained on mindful parenting. And then I started, you know, having clients um, locally and then I started, you know, my website and and um, having clients you know group coaching following my program and my program basically is a combination of nobody's doing this at all nobody's doing this is a combination of mindful parenting and what you could be calling positive parenting but positive parenting cannot be applied if parents are stressed out because when you are stressed out or burnt out you tend to overreact when you overreact you're like on a trance and you cannot use the tools of positive parenting you just lose control so the mindful parenting part it is a beautiful process that helps you stay present stay calm and then you can use those um, positive parenting tools. Mm-hmm. That is so true. You know, every time I find myself overwhelmed and just handling too much, I do tend to overreact when it comes to parenting my kid. And in part of that, it has to do with the reason being that I want to do everything and I feel guilty when I don't take care of everything. So I think that's part of the bigger problem is why do we feel so guilty, especially women and moms, when we have so much on our plates to take care of? Why do we feel guilty when we can't do everything? And what can we do to change our mindsets about that? So guilt, for example, has to do with the 
stories. Uh, we have in our minds, that's why mindfulness is so important, the stories that are going on on our minds. Those stories have been put in there by either our families or society or our culture. Families maybe because they made us feel one way or another, verbally or non-verbally, that we were being selfish, that we were being, especially as girls, we're expected to be even more generous, more patient than boys. That's how it is. And also the culture expects mothers to be, sacrifice every single thing, sacrifice their life, give up their whole lives um, and energy and time for their children. So when you, the stories in your, in your mind, you know, don't, you know, you cannot uh, live up to those expectations then you feel guilty and it's okay to feel guilty about things right it's a healthy uh, emotion but when it's just out of control is when it um, can create burnout and burnout also is created by the expectations we have of our children we have also these expectations of how they should behave how how often they should listen how they should who they should be you know that is what creates also the burnout and the stress. Mm -hmm. So what do we do to change our mindsets about this, Anna? Okay, so stress comes mostly from, this is part of mindful parenting, because, you know, it's mindfulness, that when we do not accept the reality, let's say, you know, like in, you know, you're in New York, you want to grab the subway and then you run down the stairs and you almost get to the, you know, to in, go inside the train and then the doors closed. And what do people do? Oh, no. <laughs> right? No. And then you right. look at, you know, maybe oh, a bus or a bus, you know, and you look at the bus driver's neck and back of the head like, oh, yeah. He, he, that person looks bad, must be bad, must be enjoying, you know, doing these, all these stories, right? So we are not accepting the reality. The reality is the doors closed, you missed the bus. So when you do that, then you cannot think uh, to find a solution. So you just have to accept what happened. It's, it's true, it happened. So what are you going to do? And then you have to think uh, of a solution. Okay, do I wait for the next train? Do I... Um, Take a, take a taxi, do I, you know, there are other ways to, I mean, you have to find a solution. Mm -hmm. So the stress comes from not accepting the reality. Understood. So understanding our realities and accepting the truth can, can help change our mindsets. Mm -hmm. What about people like me, for example, who have kids with special needs or are single parents and have more responsibility and a lot of things to accept. How do we handle that? Well, I mean, one way, I mean, there are different tools and skills that I teach in my program, but yes, accept the reality, accept that, you know, your child is, you know, what it is also, Let's say a single mom, maybe you're not going to be able to be uh, like, you know, reach those perfect standards of, let's say, you know, maybe you normally are late for school, right? Maybe I'm just giving an example. 
and the the fear and the pressure we feel in the morning to get out the door and get to school part of it is because of the stories we tell in our minds that if we get we are late the teachers the administrators the principal whoever is going to judge us mm-hmm. that's part of the stress the fear of the judgment because when people judge us it for our bodies it feels like we are in danger right right it does something to our adrenaline doesn't it mm-hmm. yeah and the cortisol and it has to do with how humans evolved you know in small tribes and if people in your in your tribe didn't like you and they told you to leave you would die within like you know a couple of weeks so it was it meant death so it is still ingrained in our you know primitive part of the brain that people not liking us or judging us they could reject us it could be it could be it could mean you know, death. <laughs> so, but that's why mindfulness is so important because you look at how your mind is, you know, thinking all these things. And most of the times when we are stressed out, the things that minds think are completely absurd and crazy. I mean, you know, even like, you know, Buddhist teachers say like, you know, when our minds are, you know, in, in we're tense or we're stressed out, it's like, it's nonsense. It's pure nonsense. And then also when people, you know, were arguing with people or whatever, people are stressed out or they say something to us, something rude or mean, it's also nonsense. Because when we are in our stressed out minds, we just, you know, just say nonsense. Because after after you said those things, you feel bad. I say, wow, how could I have said that? That's not me. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. You regret it. That wasn't you. And it's- if someone is mean to you, it wasn't them also. Absolutely. So lowering expectations or just not worrying so much about what other people think about us and just trying to get our day-to-day task done uh, successfully and healthily (laughs) or healthfully is key. And I think something that I've been juggling with is just letting things go sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and also you know the the pressure of let's say let's say you plan oh, okay this Sunday this Saturday I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with my kids to this place or this museum or this special place and then in the morning you have a headache and you don't feel like it and then you feel like oh, okay let's go and you're not the best mood and they're not the best mood and and then maybe you go and then everybody's in a bad mood like you know what that day you should have stayed home and just in your pajamas and just you know play board games or whatever. You know, but yeah, keep life simple. Yeah, simple is key. Mm-hmm. But you know, the holidays are coming up, and it becomes even more stressful, and even and more expectations and family obligations. What are some tips that you have for parents to make things less stressful during the holidays? Okay, the holidays are to be enjoyed. So mm-hmm. obligations, forget about obligations. Do what you feel like doing. Perfect. Set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And there, there, I mean, my program, I, I, I teach what is called mindful boundaries, which is, a, a, you know, super, super effective, smart way to set boundaries. And the other person does not feel uh, offended, doesn't feel attacked, and it, it, the other person responds um in a positive way. So yeah, setting boundaries, 
like you know I, this day I don't I, I cannot go here we cannot be there or we can only be there for a couple of hours or you know let's say about you know decorating the house like decorate less or don't decorate if it's too much for you I mean you can just say put boundaries for yourself you don't even have to tell all the people just like no I'm not gonna do this I'm not gonna do that just take the list of things that you're supposed to do and see if you can just do half of them mm-hmm. and if people have a problem with with some of the things that you don't want to do you know, just be empathetic and understanding. Tell them that you understand they're disappointed, but this is is for your own health and mental health. And if they can disappointed, it's okay. People can be disappointed. It's a, it's not no problem. Right. It's not the end of the world if we disappoint a few people. <laughs> no. I think that's the important thing. You talk about your program, Anna. Can you describe what your program is and the Parents with Superpowers Academy? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's different superpowers. Parents feel so, you know, they don't feel like they have a lot of power because they don't have, the, you know, the right tools. It's like, you know, maybe you want to dig a hole on the ground and you, instead of using like, a you know, a shovel made of, uh, you know, iron, you're using a shovel made of rubber. You know, it's like, do you, do you need the right tools? for you know your children to be eager to collaborate and and happy to listen and one of the ways one of the reasons children do not listen is because of resentment that has been built up and also part of it also is because an, a natural human instinct that is called counter will that is to resist when we are coerced, resist to do something when we feel coerced. And if parents are overreacting, parents are yelling or snapping or being impatient, that is gonna push the child to be more resisting, you know, resist more uh, the parents' influence or, you know, instructions or whatever it is. So that's why the, the, the number one superpower is mindfulness. Because with that, you don't use your temper, you don't overreact, and your child needs feels safe. And if your child feels safe, they will want to please you. They will want to listen to you. They will, they will want to, you will be the leader. You will be like this, their favorite leader, you know, like, and parents are like orchestra conductors. So if you sometimes overreact or are impatient or snappy, whatever, your children are the instruments. How do you think they're going to play? What kind of music are they going to play? That's such a good example. Yes. So the number one superpower is being able to, you know, be a conductor that is playing, you know, soft, loving, patient music. And then your children will feel safe, not resentful, and they wouldn't need, they wouldn't feel the need to resist you your authority they will be actually you know eager to follow uh your guidance is never going to be 100 percent because that's not doesn't exist um we cannot expect of ourselves 100 percent perfection either but yeah that's the number one superpower and then there's other tools superpowers that i use that are extremely easy to use and extremely effective 
I can give you like one example. Okay, so let's say, let me give you two examples. Like <laughs> one is self-persuasion. When a person decides the rules of something or how they're going to do something, when they are the ones deciding it, even put it in writing, they are more likely to follow that. So let's say you want your children to a plan for the mornings to get ready. You have them, you see with them say, okay, let's make a plan. What are we going to do the first thing after you wake up? Okay, we're going to do this. We're going to, they, they let them choose the, the order. And then later you stop being the bad cop. You're like, well, you decide, you know, the, the, the list, you know, that you made here says that you should do this and, the, and do that. And because they chose it, they are more willing to follow, which is their rules. And then another one is people think, you know, forever have thought that by criticizing, uh, let's say a child that's not doing homework, you know, and say, oh, you don't do the homework, what are you doing? And it's time, you know, you say you were going to do it at five, you know, doing it. And that is a recipe for disaster. That's, if you want your child to hate homework, that's what you do. But if you want your child to be basically addicted to homework as much as the video games they're playing, you do what video games do, which is every little, every little win, let's say your child does only 10 minutes of homework. You celebrate that big time because in a, like in a video game, when the child, you know, gets to a certain level or whatever, I don't know, because I don't play video games, they're all these like fireworks and, you know, like, you know, very exciting. So if you do that every time your child does only just five minutes, 10 minutes of homework and you do that, you do that party, like a party, you know, like I call it the party hat. You put the party hat on and you celebrate and there are different things that you say, very simple. I, that you do, this is based on neuroscience. Every time you do that after they do, let's say, homework right after, and you do that for like a week or two, you're done. That child is going to be loving doing homework. So, Anna, when you talk about superpowers, can you tell me what's the most important superpower for us to have? Yeah, like, uh, like I said earlier, the one, number one, is being able to stay calm, to mm-hmm. stay compassionate and um, to stay patient. That's the number one. And it's the hardest because we, if we have the habit of being triggered and then overreacting and we get under that trance that we just say and do the wrong things, that is what creates this distance between, you know, a parent and a child and the child stops listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anna, you have a free guide for listeners, right? What What is this guide and where can they get it? Yes, they can get it uh, today, right now. Going to my website, which is Anna with one N. So it's AnnaVega.co. It's not .com, it's .co. So AnnaVega.co. Mm-hmm. And Anna is with one end. And then on the homepage, they can see that you can, um, you know, sign up to get the um, this guide. It's a guide. It's entitled how, how to Prevent Family Meltdowns Before They Happen. 
I cannot wait to get my hands on this. <laughs> and you are going to be so, so, so surprised of what you're going to learn there. Why children, you know, you know, throw tantrums or, you know, have meltdowns. And two tools that I give to change that. But it's, it's going to be very surprising how, well, you know, how it is. And then in that, in that um, guide, you can get it for free. Also, I invite, I'm inviting your listeners to then also apply to a, um, I'm going to have a free mini training, live mini training, where I'm going to go even deeper with this. Excellent. When is that mini training happening? Do you have a date yet? Mm, it will happen in a in, um, couple of weeks or so. So just sign up, you know, and then I will be sending emails with time in advance about it. And then, yeah. Excellent. Once you have that date, Anna, I will post it on my social media as well. And when I when we get everything live with this podcast, we'll have it in our notes as well. So everyone can tune in to your live training and grab that free guide. Uh, I know I will as soon as I'm done speaking with you today. Yeah. And if someone wants to, you know, uh, talk to me, you know, they can email me, go to my website, email me, and then we can schedule a discovery call to see if I can help them. All right. Anna, thank you so much for your time today. I hope that you can come back and we can dive deeper into other topics in another episode. Yes, uh, I would love to to do that and, uh, and tell you kinds of stories of how I have failed as a parent too. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of us do, but I think the saying is if you feel like you're not parenting right, you're, you're parenting right because if you're already concerned yeah. – about the way that you're parenting. You're already there. You're already a good parent. So thank you so much, Anna. And for all of our listeners to learn more about Anna and her work and how to get help, go to annavega.co or you can email her at hello.annavega.co at gmail.com. Great. Thank you, Cynthia. This was lovely. Thanks so much. Before I let you all go, I want to give you one of my parenting hacks for battling burnout and fatigue. It's staying hydrated. My days tend to be nonstop, sometimes 12 to 16 hours straight, and that includes intense workouts too. So I add one packet of liquid IV to my water in the mornings, especially during the gym, and it hydrates me two times faster than water alone. I love that I could take the packets anywhere and they taste really good. My personal favorite is strawberry lemonade, but there's so many flavors to choose from and they even have sugar-free options. It's such a win for anyone who needs a little extra hydration, especially now during cold and flu season. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use my code HOPEFORKIDS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop for better hydration today using promo code HOPEFORKIDS at liquidiv.com.